Hello everyone, it's March 3rd, 2020. And on this great day, we are watching Super Tuesday unfold in front of us. On today's Danshin, this is going to be a reaction to Super Tuesday. So, here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are witnessing Super Tuesday unfold. And let me tell you guys, it's been a real banger. Uh, we are not really that surprised at the amount of states that Joe Biden won in the South. Um, I think him winning Virginia and North Carolina were probably the biggest. We saw a lot of suburban voters go out and go for Biden. And, and we are still seeing that black American firewall that's really helping Biden in the southern United States. Now, as we move out west, we see that California is still up for grabs. But Texas, Texas is a real nail-biter right now. Uh, Bloomberg is really splitting the vote from Biden. And the amount of money that he has spent in Texas has really had an impact. Now, a lot of people were not sure how Bloomberg's money would affect the race. I think by him having the money... It made him basically, con, you know, in contention for the nomination because it gives him that electability argument. And, you know, I think what I'm really surprised by is freaking American Samoa. Why did American Samoa vote for Bloomberg? I don't know what happened there. I, I'd like an explanation. Tulsi Gabbard, who's actually Polynesian, she only got 29% of the vote last time I checked so how exactly Bloomberg outperformed Gabbard in the Pacific uh, I'll never know um, what I also found really interesting is that Bloomberg could really work in and Biden's benefit once in a while and then Bernie's benefit once in a while it was mostly in Bernie's benefit but you know watching the race unfold it's really exciting because you know, we're not really used to seeing like four or five way races. Um, I mean, I don't see Tulsi Gabbard dropping out tomorrow. I, I think she's just too tenacious. Um, and her getting her one little electoral vote from or one delegate, I should say, from American Samoa, I think just gives her I think it might qualify for her for the debate. So that I don't think she's going to drop out. Uh, Bloomberg, I think Bloomberg is going to maybe drop out. It really just depends on how many delegates he wins tonight. But, I mean, Bloomberg could do the sensible thing and drop out, or he could keep fighting. I mean, he's got the cash reserves to do it. And maybe Bloomberg is banking on a contested convention, and then we have to go and have the super delegates pick. Because we know that if it does come to a plurality and we go to a contested convention, we know Bernie is going to lose. Because essentially, those superdelegates, they're not going to go for Sanders. Um, now, Joe Biden, I think, has really had the biggest comeback campaign that I've ever seen. He's really done really well in getting states with working class voters 
especially white working class voters. He's done really well with suburban voters and he's done really well with black Americans. And that's been really interesting to watch how he's dominating the South. But Bloomberg in the South, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Texas, are you know, those states, the Ozarks, they're really uh, there was really good turnout for Bloomberg. Now, I don't know how much of a Republican crossover there was. I doubt that it was statistically significant, but it's really worth taking a look at. Um, what I also found really interesting was Bernie's campaign deserves a pat on the back for getting Latinos in his camp. He's done such a good job of it. Um, really impressive. And I think that he needs to get a lot of credit for that. His campaign staff has done an excellent job to make up for what they lacked in 2016. So that is a huge improvement. Um, I have to say I'm really impressed by it. And uh, amongst younger voters, Sanders was supposed to turn out more younger voters. I'm a little disappointed that his supporters haven't really come out in mass for him so i mean it could be different on the road now another factor i should mention is elizabeth warren no idea why she's still in the race other than to maybe prove a point i'm not really sure because i mean she's taking votes away from bernie if elizabeth warren didn't run bernie probably would have massachusetts in the bag but right now, Massachusetts is like a fighting hope for survival. Um, but seriously, I mean, the story of tonight is going to be California, Texas, and American Samoa. American Samoa, you are now politically relevant. You are officially my heroes. And I have no idea why you voted for Bloomberg, but I would really love it if an American Samoan or a Samoan person could tell me why Bloom did Bloomberg run a ton of ads in American Samoa? I mean, I, I just don't get it. Um, it's literally one of the most random things. I thought they were going to go for Sanders, for sure. Because I believe in 2016 they went for Sanders. Unless I'm wrong, maybe they went for Clinton. But I'm pretty sure in 2016 he went for Sanders. So, you know, I, I don't really understand why American Samoa went for Bloomberg. I, I just, it's boggling my mind. Like Bloomberg's got all these, he hasn't won a state, but he's won American Samoa. I don't know why I want an answer. Maybe I'll have to do some digging later as to why that is, but it's very interesting. Um, it's also interesting to point out, um, that a lot of the, uh, that Colorado and Maine, it's their first primary. Um, I think Colorado, um, was in a very interesting turnout. I, I had a feeling they were going to go for Bernie. Um, somebody brought up the point of the free weed state basically voted for Bernie, which could be a sign of Colorado just becoming more liberal. Um, they, I mean, they've had a lot of liberal, liberal leadership in that state. And then we go over to Maine. Now, Maine's kind of a wild card, and they have an independent U.S. senator, they elected a crazy far-right governor, so they're all over the place. So it's interesting to see how Maine's going to unfold. It's really been just an exciting race to watch. And as a voter myself, does it affect my opinions? Probably. I mean, 
most people made up their mind within a few days of the election because people flip-flop. I flip-flopped like four or five times. I was Kristen Gillibrand first. I know, we're going way back. Kristen Gillibrand first. Then I was for Pete. And then I went to Andrew Yang. Then I went back to Pete. Now I'm with Sanders. So I've been like all over the place. A lot of voters, especially suburban voters like myself, are probably flip-flopping and deciding these elections. So I think that's so fascinating to watch. Really is. And I am just really, I mean, just seeing a three-way race. It's just, it's very interesting. And I don't know if Bloomberg is going to win more states. We're still waiting for results to come in here. But I'm eager to see what's going to happen. So I hope you've all had a wonderful week. I'm sorry I'm going to have to cut this podcast a little short. Uh, this tangent is being recorded during Super Tuesday, so i got to get back to the TV and watch what's about to unfold. Uh, I appreciate everyone for listening. We're getting a couple interviews in the bag. We've got more content rolling out. Of course, we're going to be doing a tangent every day. I apologize if lately it's been heavily political because with the primaries and the presidential campaign coming up, it's been very political. So tomorrow, it's probably going to be more business or culture side of things. But I'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, tweet tweet at me who you're going to vote for. I'm curious to know your rationale. Email livewithdvg at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. We have a Facebook page. I've got Snapchat. I've got uh, the whole shebang here. I mean, every social media account's pretty much covered. Now, I'd like to bid you all adieu and have a fantastic week. And let me know who you voted for.